Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 36. Uh, in today's episode, we will cover the six common pitfalls of safety inspections. And when I'm doing this uh, podcast, I'm also talking to myself because I believe I have fallen into all six of these categories at some point in time, uh, been doing safety for over 30 years. So let's just get started and talk about the six common pitfalls. Before we do this, let's talk about the reason why. I'm really big into the reason why. So the reason why we do safety inspections, want to properly assess the hazards in the workplace and, of course, correct them, not just find them and say, yeah, that's wrong. Somebody somewhere at some point in time will fix it. We want to find it and fix it, hopefully in a proactive, not in a reactive sense then, you know. And I also want people to profit from my pain and avoid these pitfalls. But before we get started, let's just kind of um, go over a definition that works for me when it comes to safety inspections. It doesn't mean that it's the, the only one that you'll find out there. I just think that it's a very important tool for ensuring workplace safety and preventing accidents. Let's talk about the six common pitfalls that we can find out there. And then afterwards, we'll break these down then. So we have complacency inadequate training, limited scope, incomplete follow-up, over-reliance on checklist, and failure to involve employees. So let's sit down and break these down and make sure that we're not gonna fall into the same pitfalls. The first one, com complacency. So this is when the inspectors, and uh, regardless of who that inspector is, has um, looked at the same place over and over and over again, and they don't find anything wrong. So they're kind of complacent. Maybe they don't do a full inspection. Um, they can also become complacent with, I put something on the checklist and it never got done. So now I just say everything's fine, as opposed to keep putting it on the list, following up, doing things like that then. So, um, and also, when we look at um, the um, complacency, of course, we can also fail to identify new or changing hazards out there. We're not doing a real proper inspection every time, not just not just using our past knowledge, but every time then we're going to miss these new and changing hazards out there. The next one is a big one, inadequate training. And I mean by the inspectors. So as a safety professional, many times we believe we can give a checklist to somebody and say, there, you, you know how to do it. That is, is, is a technique. I've used that technique and it has not worked that well until I literally sat down with the person and did a line by line. We're going to walk through the workplace. We're going to look at these things. Uh, because I, in my younger days, just thought if I just gave somebody a piece of paper, they would read it, interpret it, and have exactly the same knowledge I did. That is just not the case out there. Um, but what we want to do is make sure that inspectors need to be properly trained in safety regulations and inspection techniques. They're not going to know everything that you know, but they should know things like every time I have to check the emergency lights. You know, I don't just say, oh, I walked around and somebody will tell me when the light's out. That counts as, as doing my inspection. Like every time you have to do that stuff. So without proper training, the inspectors will miss hazards and make it in 
correct assessment of the risks along with the hazards out there. When we look at uh, assessing a risk, of course, that's also based on what the person's prior, uh, not just work history, but if we look at personality and we look at other things, uh, some people will see it as a hazard, whereas others will not see it as a hazard. But we want to get everybody on as much as possible a common sheet of music then as we go forward. Limited scope. So at times, um, people feel, the inspectors, of course, I should say, they focus on specific areas and processes that they feel really comfortable with and other areas that they're not really comfortable with, they just don't examine those areas. They don't walk through. They don't really question much because when you question something, of course, that means that at some point you're saying, I don't understand this. Somebody has to explain it to me. It's okay to not know everything. You know, I don't know everything. To this day, 30 years, I, I, I go through and I say, I need to understand the process. I need to understand why these things are the way they are. Uh, things just don't happen. There's a reason why it's that way. The next one, the incomplete follow-up. Ah, one of my favorites. Um, as a young safety professional, I thought when I ask somebody to do something, it's just done. I don't have to follow up. I don't have to even worry about time, budgeting, how am I going to get it done? I just say, hey, supervisor, I found the following things wrong. And it's just kind of magically done and better. Not the case. You always have to have some kind of a list that you can go back and follow up. You also have to help people to understand why that it's an issue. Sometimes what they say is, yeah, but he says that it's an issue. I don't think it is. I'm just going to not address it. You have to follow up with people at all times. And so, and there may be times where what you're going to do is say, I've found a hazardous situation. I made it as safe as I possibly can. So I put some interim actions in, but for a long-term solution, I need to help out with some money, with some training, um, look at engineering controls and things. Um, so sometimes we make it as safe as we can as we're working on the follow-up that's out there. Another one, over-reliance on checklists. So um, again, when I was a young safety professional, I picked up from somebody else who had a checklist. And I was like, awesome, great. I don't kind of make a, make a checklist. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go and I'm good. And not that the person didn't do a good job. It was a good job. They just didn't sit down and say, but what happens when things change? What happened? You know, how do, how do I go back and really make this document better as opposed to it's a set in stone document that will never change because the work workplaces will change. So when I do make a checklist and I make it make a checklist to keep myself straight many times then. So I always put a box in there for uh, NA. You know, there's going to be things that just do that just do not apply in the area that you're going through. It doesn't mean that it doesn't apply in other areas then. So give yourself that flexibility, of course, too, out there. And probably one of the biggest one, the failure to involve employees then. So um, as we go through, the employees, are, of course, are going to be the best source of uh, information about workplace hazards, you know. I can do a safety inspection and say the following things are wrong. I can write an SOP from my cube 
and it's awesome and it's great, but that doesn't mean that it's actually real. It doesn't mean it's even being followed by anybody because if I don't talk to the people, understand the hazards out there, um, what I've done is created something on paper that maybe is good enough. Maybe it doesn't address a couple of hazards out there. So our people are the biggest source of information that we have out there. They're also the people who will go back and fix these things. So if they don't even understand why that it's an issue, many times it doesn't get addressed out there. So let's sit down and wrap up the, the six common pitfalls of safety inspection. So we'll go, we'll go over the six again. So we have complacency, inadequate training, limited scope, incomplete follow-up, over-reliance on checklist, failure to involve employees. I've done every single one of these at some point in time. So I think I'm really a lot better now. I'm never going to say I'm, I'm perfect. So sit down, get help, and it's okay to go find a person on the, on the uh, factory floor, in the warehouse, in something and say, hey, so tell me why this issue is like this. And sometimes the people will actually say it shouldn't be. And I brought it up X years ago and it was never addressed. So I just kind of live, live with the issue now, you know, they are the biggest source. The employees are the biggest source of information out there. And that is it. Episode number 36. In today's episode, we talked about the six common pitfalls of safety inspections. I hope that everybody profited from my pain and I wish that I will never make another mistake when it comes to uh, safety inspection, but I'm sure at some point in time, because I'm human, I'm going to have a flaw. But what we want to do is to have the least many flaws and be as good as we possibly can. Always work on that continuous improvement. So episode number 36. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Thank you for joining me today and have a safe day.